0: It was a normal Christmas Eve in Elmwood, Wisconsin. Snow covered the ground, as did the resident drunks in the local bars park. It was 2010, and Maxwell Fixitansky was hanging up his stocking in preparation for the holiday festivities. Little did he know he would be hanging up his disbelief.
1: It's time for the news.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind. I'm Ripley Scott. Joe Buffett will not be joining us today as he finally got that Orion Green woman he wanted for his birthday and has embarked on a quest to bang her in every microcosm of the galaxy. So we will not be doing our normal show this week. However, I do have a special guest today. Maxwell Fitzatansky, and he's here to share his bewildering tale of being abducted by Santa Claus. So, Maxwell, take us to the beginning. Where were you and what were you doing when you were abducted?
1: Well, uh, hey, it's, it's, like, it's like you said there, uh, Ripley. My name's uh, Maxwell Fitzatansky. Uh, my friends call me Maxie the Mechanic, but you guys can all just call me Maxie. Let me, and I just want to say from, from the get-go here, it's a pleasure being on the show with you guys. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I run a t- uh, tire shop over on the east side of Elmwood, Wisconsin, called Maxi's Pads. Uh, so between badger touchdowns and tire rotations, I'm usually cranking you guys up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, G willikers, I have you guys on pretty much everything. But you know, uh, it's a good thing you asked me about this whole experience, because I never really believed in all that, you know, the, the aliens and the UFOs and the mysterious lights in the sky. It was, uh, you know, neither here nor there, in my opinion, and I just... You know, I, I I know better now, let me tell you. I definitely never expected the holidays and little green men to be so well connected to one another. So, I guess I'll just uh, take take you back to the to the to the start. You just want me to go from the beginning?
0: Yes, uh please. What what were you doing and uh where were you when you were first abducted?
1: Well, uh so it it all started back on Christmas Eve in 1979. Uh got got to love the sweet 70s. Just as I was closing shop for the evening, uh so I wanted to make it home a little early to hang the stocking for the missus and the kiddos. Uh, it got dark pretty early that day and was pitch black by around like 4.30 p.m. when I left. Right when I got in the car, I noticed a green flash in the sky followed by an even brighter red one. I was a little shaken at first, but just thought it was some kind of crazy winter phenomenon or, you know, some kind of freak of nature weather thing. So I got in my car and I headed home. I had almost gotten uh, forgotten about the incident at that point. Uh, went about hanging the rest of our decorations and getting things under the tree. It was business school for the rest of the night. You know, uh, kiddos came home, did the homework. Uh, I had my king of the hill. You know, my my wife started talking to her sister Debbie on the landline, and that's that's when things started to get a little weird. Uh, I heard what sounded like a crack of thunder, followed by a loud whirring noise. It felt like it was vibrating the entire house. It was it was crazy. So I shot up in bed, and uh, those those darn lights. The ones that I saw earlier filled the entire room, and all of a sudden that vibrating sound just stopped. And I looked over at Emma, and she was asleep. And I was just thinking, how the, how the f was she able to sleep through all that? Then I I heard the footsteps coming from the roof, and that's when I. It, sh- it sent shivers down my spine, Ripley. I tell you, I tell you what it did. Uh, but at this point, all the Miller light that I had at dinner was now pouring down my leg like a like a waterfall. So let me tell you, I was scared out of my wits. I, you know, I've heard the stories. You know, all about the, uh, you know, the butt stuff and the probing and the prodding and the whatnot. I did not want to be their next guinea pig, but all I could think about was my uh, my family. So, so-
0: what, you know,
1: what if they tried to impregnate uh, my my poor old Emma?
0: So at this point, you've seen these green and these red lights. There, you hear something on your house. What are you thinking?
1: You know, I just, I, I just all of a sudden uh, start thinking of the worst. I'm like, what could it be? And I, I knew, you know, I've seen cop cars in the past, and you know, they make all the buzzing and the and the hooping and the hollering. And I knew it wasn't a cop. I, I you know, they don't have the the, the kind of shades of, of, it's usually just that blue and the red. So I knew that was that was out of the equation. And from there, you know, I just, I didn't know. It was so out of the ordinary. And it's not something I ever thought I'd uh, experience. this whole, you know, this whole encounter. So it was, it, it it spooked me. It definitely spooked me big time, all the way to the core, you know.
0: If you were spooked, did, did you, uh, did you go hide? Did you grab a weapon of some kind, a gr- gun, tell your wife and kids to hide? What would you do?
1: Well, so, so that, you know, I'm glad you asked me that because, I mean, like I said, I was scared. I mean, I mean, I've seen the movies. I, I've seen all the TV shows. I know, I know what their kind does, and I, I, you know, I couldn't have them impregnating my family. I mean, I can barely afford my own human kids, <laughs> so I decided to grab my twenty-two and uh, just go ev- investigate. So I stepped into the hallway, and I could see the light coming in from the attic door. I decided to check out the downstairs first. I crept my way, you know, real quiet, like uh, to the foot of the stairwell. And uh, what I saw when I peeked down at the living room, I'll never forget in a million years. Never, ever. It was, it was a sight to see, let me tell you. In fact, I, I got to pour myself another, another one of these Miller lights just thinking about it. I don't, I don't like retracting these memories, Ripley. I really don't. It's, it's terrifying.
0: So uh, I hate to prod more, but uh, then again, you are on my podcast, so I will. So what happened next?
1: Well, uh, hang on here. I gotta make sure I don't have a whole lot of head here in this beer glass. You know the best head is the is the kind you get behind the dumpsters. So, you know, that's what they say. So here so here's where we're at. Uh you know, I'm looking down there and, and there it was, whatever it was. It was a huge humanoid creature with a red jumpsuit and a green hat and a white helmet. So the helmet had a white orb on top, and it just it just kept flashing like it was getting some kind of signal. It was either receiving or sending out some kind of wackadoodle signal that I didn't understand. And our uh, our cat, Whiskers, darted out from under the tree, and that's when I saw his hideous face and deep black oval-shaped eyes for the first time, and I was just frozen with fear. Before you could even say Cheese Whiz, the large red and green creature shot at him. Shot at the cat, there were four whiskers, and he just disappeared into thin air, just out of nowhere. You didn't. There was no no embers, no no particles. No, it was just he just poof. He was he he was gone. Then the creature turned his gaze back to the tree and finished off my wife's snickerdoodles, exposing a a secondary row of sharp teeth and a set of pinchers big enough to make the predator blush. It was crazy. So I finally got the courage to back away. You know, it took everything I had to just get away. I was so frozen in fear. So I dashed as quietly as possible. To the attic, as I heard the thing uh, starting to climb the stairs. No, and, you know, I,
0: I don't mean to counter your story, but uh, first I can't say you more so pranced than dashed.
1: Yeah, I guess you know I I pranced or donned and vixened my way over to the attic. I I don't know. I mean, it was okay. I, it was much more of a prance. I guess that that does that does make make more sense now that you now that you put things into that kind of perspective. So I guess I could say just that I pranced my way to the, to the, uh, to the attic, you know, I made my way to the back of the attic cause I didn't see anything was out of all of the ordinary up there. You know, I just had my, you know, family belongings, a bunch of totes, you know, the, the family photo reels and things like that were up there. So, you know, I just made my way to the very back of the attic where the chimney was and I just made my I shimmied my way up there, which was real hard. Let me tell you, yeah, but I, you know, I, I had that adrenaline flowing that happens, you know, when You hear people being able to lift all kinds of sized cars and all these big things. And I was able to just do things I didn't think I could do. But uh, so once I was on my roof, I couldn't believe my eyes. Hovering about three inches off the roof was a saucer craft. And inside were tiny little faces. The next thing I know, there was a bright light and everything faded to black. And that was it. That was just that was the first part of this whole thing. I just you know, I remember all that and then poof, nothing. And I, you know, and I just woke up in a whole different place, but that's the second part of this here story, I guess. So, you know, this is where we get to the, the real scary stuff, but uh
0: the scary stuff. Now, now you've definitely got our uh, listeners intrigued here. So right now you're, you've already gone through a lot and your mind must be racing. Like at this point, do you see your life eye flash in front of your eyes? Do you, you know, see growing up in Wisconsin, eating cheese or, you know, what is happening in your mind at this point
1: well you know at this point it was really hard to focus on really anything else other than what lay before me which I had no idea I just wanted to well I just wanted to sip cocoa with my family I didn't want to you know experience all this craziness I, I, I never would have thought I'd have a theory you know so contrived in my mind that Santa Claus is really a An alien would have never thought about that. That's not something that I ever would have imagined could happen. So it's just, it's so hard to imagine me thinking anything else. You know, I think your instincts kick in at this point and you just become, you you just do what you can to survive. You know, I don't even know. It was absolutely crazy. So I can't tell you, maybe my life did flash before my eyes. You know, I probably thought about the first time I lost my, well, I guess you only lose your virginity one time you know, so they, oh, I, I waited on the orifice. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, I, I did wait. I waited for my, uh, my sweet Emma. She was the one that, uh, that took that V card. She still got it right behind her, right behind her other insurance cards and, you know, all the other things she does at her accounting job. So, you know, she, she keeps it in there all the time. I thought about all her memories back when, you know, she had the, she had the camel toe back in high school. No other guys would talk to her. And I was like, well, that probably just means there's you know plenty plenty of, plenty of fun fun stuff to go to go down there and i just you know i just i, I took my chance you know and and all the other guys uh, you know i feel bad for them that they didn't end up with such a sweet sweet sexy lassie like my emma so you know that's uh, she was all i really thought about and then of course my kiddos so i guess i'll just go into the next part here and tell you you know what happened when i woke up
0: yes uh, please do i was hoping you would get to that point
1: <laughs> when i when i came to i was surrounded by uh, tiny little humanoids if you can imagine, like, Baby Yoda, but, like, not cute or cuddly. I couldn't move or make any sounds, but the room smelled like a mix of pine and peppermint. And I don't know, maybe they like that from up there? Maybe that's why they come visit us all the time? They they just really like uh, our festivities and our holidays? I don't know. But uh, I was hooked up to all kinds of machines and gizmos... You know, I didn't really feel any pain, but I've I've never been more scared in my entire life. I I remember that vividly. I don't I don't didn't have any pain, even though I knew I was hooked up to all kinds of stuff. And golly gee, I knew there was a catheter in there. I could feel it. I could feel myself getting, you know, just just there was <laughs> there was a, a tugging in all kinds of unnecessary places, and it was it was real bad. So uh, that's when he showed up again. He was he was carrying a giant sack and tossed it onto a table with what looked like mutilated reindeer parts everywhere on this table you know it must have been some of them uh, mutilations and all those other you know crazy crazy things so instead of pulling out uh, what would have been a harmless gi joe action figure or a barbie dream house or some some kind of other thing that a kid would want back in you know the 70s he he pulled out a giant mechanical rod I swear it had to be even bigger than the bag itself. It was shaped like a tall candy cane with glowing markings and a language I couldn't make out. And as he approached, I realized it was not a candy cane. This was not a candy cane. And I tell you, it's been 30 years since that night, and I'm still scared to take the Browns to the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's good to know that. That sort of thing will haunt you for a very long time, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah. please, uh, continue on. You're getting to one of the better parts of a very slow story.
1: Yeah, it's it's just, it's a lot to take in. You know, this is one of those experiences. you said? He is, or he she did. Said,
0: I don't he, really know.
1: You know, he said, she said, we well, all said, you know, you just, you don't take a guy like Santa Claus to bed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I you know after that I passed back out and I fell in and out of a deep sleep I woke up in a daze completely naked in the woods behind my house about two days later and I got picked up by the police and they took me home I completely Christmas and when when I got home my wife and kids greeted me with a hug it's like they'd never seen their old dad ever in their life you know yeah you know, Emma thought I was running around on her with our neighbor Cheryl and she's not even that good looking, so to this day I'm unsure if she believes my story. But ever since uh, then, Christmas has been a what a waking nightmare. And I've always insisted that we put the tree in the basement, and we always lock the door every year. And ever since then, we have. Let me tell you, you know, I got grandkids now, and you know, my kiddos, 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 they're have, thinking about having kiddos, and it's just, it, you know, we have a tradition. We put the we put the Christmas tree in the basement. We lock the door, and you know we luckily we stayed in that house even though all that craziness happened and you know no like i said no one really believes my story you know but it's a shame because it all happened you know i would have never guessed that you know they weren't they weren't elves they were little little creatures and you know santa santa isn't who he says he is you know he, he may seem jolly
0: so you potentially could be you know on the cusp of the the story, of the millennia, not the decade, not the century, but the millennia, that Santa Claus is an alien. Now, did you get his real name?
1: No, when I was on the craft, all I could hear were the, the hummings and the buzzings of all the, you know, the chitter and the chatter, of the things in the background. It was more the, the vibrations of the engines and the mechanical things in the ship that I heard. I didn't really hear much of, uh, you know, part of me thinks maybe they just uh, speak telepathically, like from one to another. I don't know if it's to, like, make sure that we don't know what they're saying or if it's because maybe they're just a little too evolved or they, you know, we won't, we can't comprehend their language. I don't know. But I didn't hear anything. I did hear a few times uh, rumbles and bumbles like that that were coming from what looked like the the Santa Claus figure, you know, the one with the the helmet and the in the jumpsuit. He was real large. In fact, he looked just like the Santa Claus pictures depicted. He just was. A much more, uh, you know, if you could, if you could imagine like Chris Farley on a bad day, it look a lot like that. Like, 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 oh, like he he had too much of the, you know, yeah, the, eh.
0: the cocaine.
1: Yeah, the co- the cocaine. We don't do much of that up in Wisconsin. So he, yeah, the the white powder, of doom the cocaine. He had a little bit too much of that. What it looked like is yeah, that's the best depiction. He was just he was very. You could tell there was a there was a meanness and a there was a there was a wild in his in his dark black oval eyes. Just, just pure. It seemed to me like pure evil. I may be I may be wrong, but you know. And I don't know if anyone's out there that's listening that's had similar experiences with this. You should definitely reach out because we'd like to hear your story as well. But uh, yeah, he didn't say a name. It, he sounded like it said, "I need someone to tickle us," but it could have said my name is saint nicholas either way i think both of those are wrong it was probably just some kind of chirping and i think that's probably how they got the whole saint nick thing they probably just heard him chirping about saying those weird random things and one thing leads to another and you know you, you think you hear something and then stories get passed down from generation to all of a sudden he's saint nicholas so i don't know i, I left you a lot to unpack there
0: didn't i yeah, you know, and when I'm only half listening, that really makes it tough for me to ask a follow-up question because, I mean, I, I just get so distracted by your accent that, you know, I, I just start thinking about cheese, and I'm like, God damn, some mac and cheese kind of sounds good. Maybe get some, you know, uh, some beer cheese soup, and then I'm like, fuck, Ooh. I want a beer, and then yeah. I'm thinking about football, and then all of a sudden my mind's wandering, and I have no idea who the fuck you are anymore. So yeah, I know. That that will happen. My apologies. I I am no barbara Walters, that's for sure. Um You are you are definitely no barbara
1: Walters. I don't know what you look like, boyo, but you definitely don't sound, you know. But uh yeah, uh I get that a lot, you know. Us Wisconsin's we're you know, we're, we're really close to the Canadian border and a lot of us hail from that area. So, you know, that's why the accent ours is especially thick. I know it's my whole family even sounds like this. We get in a lot of, you know, a lot of our neighbors' nerves. uh God bless my kids; they don't have any friends because they just get picked on and get called, you know, you know, names and things at school. They're like always like, "What's the what's your favorite letter in the alphabet?" We bet it's A. You know, <laughs> it's all the jokes <laughs> come about.
0: Uh, yeah. Spe- the- so speaking of Canada, your wife's from Canada, right? She's from Saskatchewan.
1: She is. She's a Saskatchewan uh, native. Yeah, yeah, Emma. Emma, she's a she's a deer, let me tell you that. Which well, she's not actually a deer, because we don't do bestiality. It's a hard no for us. She's a sweet lady. She is one of those. Let me tell you. <laughs> Emma, I love <laughs> I I love that woman to death. Tell you, she even though she had, she had that camel toe, it's uh it's a sight for sore eyes or a sight for normal, healthy eyes. <laughs> We should probably get back to the topic in hand.
0: <laughs> that, that would be a good idea. Um, so yes. So, uh, how did you escape? Did you, did you cover this? No, like I
1: said, I just, I woke up in the woods, you know, I passed out, you know, I was completely naked. They took my, all the clothes I had on and I'm trying to recall what I had on that day. Uh, but I, well, I guess I was in my pajamas when I, you know, I got picked up cause I was in bed when I left out. So, you know i feel bad for them cuz they they got a free signed autographed van halen t-shirt and uh a pair of uh fake you know those fake blue jeans they look like blue jeans but they're actually uh they're actually sweatpants they just kind of look, look like blue jeans
0: right right the yeah the um god i'm drawing a blank on what the hell those are called anymore
1: well they definitely weren't lucky brand let me tell you that but, uh... <laughs> They, they got a free one of those. They got my Van Halen t-shirt, uh, my fuzzy loafers, you know. So, yeah, they they, they got some good stuff. I, I They probably got my DNA. You know, I do a lot of, I, I, I get a lot of boners at night. And, you know, I can only imagine the things they, you can only think of and imagine the things they took from, from my butthole. I bet they probably took some things from the other end, too. You know, I probably have some. Some off Earth, you know, interspecies species kiddos running around that I'm not sure about. And like I said, I can barely afford mine, so I hope they don't come knocking on my door one day, because you know, I'm not, I'm not your daddy.
0: <laughs> well, uh, speaking of coming, I guess that explains your wet dreams. If they, you know, put a probe up there right next to your hot button, you know, maybe they just like to kind of push it every now and then, just yeah, you know, for yeah. their own shits and giggles.
1: There, I, I bet there was a lot of shit. There wasn't very much of giggling man i i can only imagine the things that happened when i was going in and out of consciousness there you know i i just i have this big gaping i wonder like what this big, big gaping, gaping mindscape
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it is big and gaping after all that program
1: it's i was saying i got a big void is probably a much better term to use
0: yeah, it's probably still accurate
1: it got a big void in my mind. I wonder what what on earth they're doing with people like me when they could be exploring the cosmos and finding things out about the great unknown and they're over here just poking at old Maxwell Fixitansky's you know, you know butt parts. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand there's so much better things out there. i don't I don't uh, you know, maybe they have some kind of hidden agenda we don't know about. Maybe they just really like Christmas. Maybe we are all just lacking a little Christmas spirit. so. uh, they come down and they like to mix things up every now and then, you know.
0: Uh, oh, I know, I know, or I don't. I, 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 don't really know. Eh? Are you are you mocking me
1: right now? I'm a guest <laughs> on your show. goddammit. it! You shouldn't be mocking me, <laughs> mocking me.
0: <laughs> it, it, I, my apologies. I get cantankerous at this time of night. It, you know, usually I take. Well, it you out should on get show, those. You should get here. Well,
1: you should get those checked out. I hear those. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, if you had any words of warning or advice to provide to the world as a whole regarding this Santa Claus alien character, what would it be? Well,
1: you know, if you've ever seen the movie Home Alone, I know it sounds silly and goofy, Did but those ideas... Did you say
0: Home Alone or Home Alone? Not, not like
1: a lone homo, but <laughs> but... Home alone. (laughs) Oh, oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, yeah if you see movies, it may sound silly, but leaving those traps and all those things around may be a good idea this next Christmas. You never know where you'll be when, uh, when old Saint Nick comes and knocking, you know, you never know. He's got his little, his little, you know, baby elves of doom, his baby Yodas of doom that aren't really elves at all. They're just little his little minions that run around, they're not making toys. They're, they're making, they're making nightmares. So you gotta, you gotta be prepared. You gotta stay, stay equipped, you know, go to sleep, make sure you got your, uh, you know, uh, you keep, you know, I never got a chance to use my 22. I was so scared, but you know, keep all your, uh, firearms by your arms, you know, at night, literally. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's all I have. I, I, I don't know the best way to repel an alien, they don't, they don't make alien spray. You know, I googled all kinds of things after my abduction. I googled, how, you know, alien repellent, alien repellent. Uh, alien be gone. I thought maybe there was a kind of thing like goo be gone. But for aliens, I guess that doesn't exist, you know. Uh, I don't think bug spray will do the job. I don't think there's probably enough plutonium or anything in it that will probably get the job done. I know there's all kinds of radiation on those ships, so I don't know. You know just get creative, you know, see what sticks like you know if there's you know anything that you've done in you know share if people that are listening, if you've experienced these things that uh, you know don't feed into their nightmares on Christmas is that uh, you know don't don't have peppermint things around, they really like the candy canes and they really like the pine smells, so just make sure you don't have any of that you know don't definitely don't have cats around. I learned that
0: really cats.
1: Well, he shot mine. He shot at mine and he vaporized him. He was no. gone. He was just disappeared.
0: Now, do you think that they would do that to any other little furry mammal or just because they hate pussy?
1: They they, they must not like the pussy as much as, you know, <coughs> normal people do. So, well, I they are a
0: fan of a, anal probing, so.
1: Yeah, so you would you could only put the pieces together and and, and you know, just, you know, it is what it is, I guess. So, uh, I mean, I, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they just don't like all fuzzy creatures. But I just know firsthand I can only speak on what I experienced. And I know they don't like cats. Definitely don't have the cats playing in the background, especially that new garbage trash hole that came out on uh, in theaters a few weeks ago. I don't have that playing in the background. <laughs> I I heard it was as bad as The Rise of Skywalker.
0: <laughs> oh, oh! now you're getting topical.
1: I don't mean to. We're a big uh, Star Wars family. We just hey. like it when it wasn't SJW Wars.
0: <laughs> well, it, yeah, a 58% uh, Rotten Tomato meter speaks for itself. We don't need to get into that.
1: That is true. We'll, uh, we'll keep it. We'll keep it clean. We'll keep it clean, even though we talked about, you know, all kinds of things that aren't so clean this time. But, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, well, apparently like you're probing. Well,
1: you know, you got to get graphic sometimes. I in order to, you know, tell about the experience, I don't want to leave anything out. I got to make the public I got to make them aware of the things that can happen. This is like a PSA. You know, a PSA for Christmas time.
0: <laughs> it, so, it is good to keep families safe around Christmas time. That is that is for sure.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I got to agree with you there, you know. But I'm so glad that you guys uh, allowed me on the show today to talk about this. You know, it's hard to talk about. It's never a fun thing. You never really want to go too deep into it, you know, because you know how deep they got into me. So,
0: yeah, that's true. And that actually reminds me, you know know know. what they say, you know, once you go that way, you're, you're never the same man. Do you feel that way?
1: I do. You know, I look at uh, pictures of Santa Claus and now I get a little aroused. I. It's uh, it's it changes. It changes you. I'll say that it uh, definitely does. It gives you a new perspective on life and the human condition. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, I'll agree I definitely agree with that statement. Definitely, definitely, Ripley.
0: All right. Well th- that that's good to know, Mr. Fixitansky. Um, by the way, are are you Polish? Where where does that name come from?
1: Yeah, you know, we come my my uh we come from the Polish area, you know, we got a lot of Canadian descent, a lot of a lot of polish descent it's just a petri dish our family's just a just a petri dish a culture we just have all kinds of all kinds of ethnicities uh, swimming around in our gene pool you know
0: oh i i I can only imagine it sounds like there's only even more uh swimming around in your gene pool after a little run-in with uh santa claus so which, yeah. you know, it is unfortunate, but you never know. You may end up birthing a superhero after that. So, you, yeah. you know, fingers crossed.
1: I know there's no Christmas-themed superheroes. It could be a thing now.
0: You That's know? right. That's right. And I, I am not uh, prepared to give you a pun on that one because I, I really didn't think of that one ahead of time. So, well, well done on that one. Uh, if yeah. you think yeah. of something in the next 30 seconds, we'll let it fly. But... Otherwise, uh, Mr. Fixitansky, we do appreciate you coming onto our show and sharing your very harrowing tale of being abducted and anally raped by Santa Claus. That is, uh, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of men, myself included, probably would not uh, go on the public airways and admit that they have had an alien penis (laughs) in their asshole, but... I, I applaud you for your bravery, sir. Um, you you are a a moral citizen, and uh, someone that we can all aspire to think about. Not necessarily be like, but we can you know at least reference you when we do a good deed or something like that. So absolutely, uh, I It's I do just appreciate- an
1: it's an honor to be here, and it's an honor to be an icon, and it's an honor to you know represent uh, you know the the vast minority
0: of people who have you know been ooh, ha,
1: ha, ooh, by you know by santa Claus.
0: so anyways keep
1: <laughs> keep it going yeah
0: well you know what they say he only comes once a year so.
1: <laughs> Daddy does that he does and so do his little helpers
0: <laughs> all right well mr Fixitansky. I I like I said I, I do appreciate you coming on to our show uh, mostly and um, giving us your tale now if you um, people want to hear more about our show or maybe even get in touch with you how would they do that?
1: Well you know it's uh, probably the same way I do I get over on the close encounters the slurred kind on Facebook or I go follow them on Instagram at uh you know, the slurred kind, and, you know, they they, they got a real fancy uh, email address called uh, closeencounterslurredkind at gmail.com, and you can send them all kinds of topics and requests, and any feedback you have about the show, they're all willy-nilly ready to hear about it, so you can send them all that information, and I hear they're, like I said, they're they're just now on uh, iHeartRadio. They've just hit over a thousand listens, and it's all kinds of all kinds of exciting, you know. I can't wait to crank them up in my, uh, you know, my uh, Ford pickup truck, and you know, just just go to town listening all the new content and all the crazy things they come up with. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that's how you reach those guys for sure.
0: All right, well, we certainly appreciate your time, Mister Fixitanski. Now, Christmas is coming up, so I hope that you've got your doors boarded your Christmas tree in your basement and you've got your uh, steel underwear on. Absolutely.
1: Can I do the uh the thing that you and uh that you and the that, that Joba guy do? Can I do it?
0: Yeah. Yeah I, I, I suppose you can as well as he can. I mean, which really doesn't say a whole lot, but yeah, go for it.
1: Oh, here we go. Stay slurred. Say it ain't so, that's the end of our show Turn the mic off, go the f*** home Joe Buffett here. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode If you enjoy our ridiculous content, you can get to your nearest cosmic communication device and spread the word to your friends, family, co-workers, or nearby nerve herders We're available on Spotify, Google Play, Sheeple Music, I mean, I mean Apple Music, or wherever you listen if you have an idea for our show or would like to propose a theme, send an email to slurredkind at gmail.com. That's slurredkind at gmail.com or shoot us a message on Facebook. Have a great day, and we look forward to falling even deeper into the antimatter Minute with you next time on Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind. So now I'm spending
0: Christmas morning in the back of a squad car with my grassy knoll and my gassy hole hanging out. (laughs) And I'm thinking, Damn it, Colleen, you're becoming your mother.